The following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. Welcome to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with host Kristen Harper. She's here to give you those extra tips that you don't always get from other health and wellness programs. Kristen has all the bases covered and just a bit more. Now, here is your host, Kristen Harper. Hello, listeners. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com, which is the largest live internet radio network in the world. It's a beautiful, sunny day here in Arizona. And I'm really excited about my guest. Uh, he's been on my show, I think, maybe two or three times. This might be his third time, and he's amazing. Uh, I will be speaking with Gordon Frazier. And I will be giving an introduction and going over his bio here shortly. So uh, today's episode is Addicted to Dopamine with motivational speaker Gordon Frazier. I have a lot of questions for him today because I need to catch up with him. It's been a while since he's been on my show and I want to find out what's going on in his world. So we will be talking about uh, dopamine. People are addicted to their cell phones. I also want to talk to him about habits and structure for positive mental health. What has Gordon been up to recently? Uh, he is a motivational speaker, philanthropist, and entrepreneur. I want to talk to him about just some random questions. Um, does he feel that there is a spiritual awakening that is coming? I actually feel that there is, but I want to get his uh, thoughts because there's been a lot of... Uh, chaos in our world for a while now, but I do feel that good things are coming our way. Uh, Gordon is very successful, and he's the best person to ask this question, is how to achieve your dreams. I want to talk to him about his podcast that he launched. Um, He is uh, Scottish. He's done acting in the past. I want to find out if he's doing any um, acting at all. And other questions as well. <laughs> so, and I'm going to interview him probably about 40 to 45 minutes, and then I'll let him go. And at the very end, I just would like to give you some tips and updates. Uh, so, let's go over his bio. And you can find Gordon on Instagram. His name there, Instagram, is... It's Gordon Frazier, I-T-S, Gordon, G-O-R-D-O-N, Frazier is F-R-A-S-E-R. Gordon Frazier is an entrepreneur, sales and leadership coach, motivational speaker, and philanthropist. Uh, He's an award-winning sales and leadership expert, internationally renowned coach, and philanthropist. Uh, Gordon has inspired and educated audiences around the world. His presentations and training at global training conferences have been attended by audiences of tens of thousands. Uh, Gordon has shared the stage with motivational speakers uh, such as Rachel Hollis, uh, Mel Robbins, Connie Podesta, and Paul McKenna, sharing his thoughts and solutions with his audiences. His ideas touch and transform the way 
they feel about themselves and others. Uh, Gordon is amongst the most successful 1% in his industry and viewed as one of the leading visionaries in his field. Uh, Gordon has been featured in many publications and media outlets, uh, such as The Four-Year Career, BBC Radio London, and so much more. He also conducts a weekly podcast for his listeners, as well as frequent online conferences for his global partners. He specializes in working with individuals or organizations, entrepreneurs, executives, direct sales professionals, and network marketers who have the desire for prosperity and to be more, have more, and give more. Uh, commercially, he has been used on many international product launches and media campaigns, which is amazing. And uh, in 2012, he set up his scholarship at the London School of Music and Dramatic Arts, to whom many young actors have benefited and graduated the school as a result. And his speaking topics include leadership, sales, productivity, performance, motivational, health and wellness, beauty and lifestyle. And he's perfect for my show. Um, he, just because my show is all about health and wellness and motivation. And then just my thoughts about Gordon. I love his personality. I love his stories that he shares. I like his accent. He's all about helping people. Uh, I also like that he's very open, and um, he has similar interests as me. He's into meditation. We've talked about that on my show in the past. I, I feel like he is inspirational. Uh, he's talked about his stories in the past where he's had such hard times in his life, and look where he's at now, like he's a success. And I've had listeners even tell me that they like Gordon. I even had one listener I remember in the past um, telling me that Gordon is adorable, uh, so it's an honor to have Gordon Fraser back on my show once again. Thank you for having me. How is the weather in Arizona? I bet it's sunny. <laughs> oh, it, 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 it's, 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 you know, it's a, it's a beautiful day and sunny. I actually went outside before the show just to catch some sun. Oh, that's nice. You need the vitamin D for sure. Yes. So, I have a friend that lives in um, Arizona. Um, I can't remember whereabouts, but definitely somewhere in Phoenix. And she, all, I always ask her, you know, what's the weather like? She originally, she came from Tennessee. So the, she's used to having all these green fields and lush, you know, countryside of the marvelous trees and rivers and stuff. And then she moved out to um, Arizona. And I said, so what's it like out there? And she said, well, it's kind of like 5,000 miles of kitty litter. I'm like, well, you know, it's, the weather's good. The weather's good. You can count on a bit of indeed. So I'm glad you've got some as well. I think it's great. Yeah, and I I live in uh, Tempe, Arizona. It's it's uh, close to Phoenix, but I've lived in Arizona since I was two years old. And I you need to come visit here in Arizona because there's a lot to see, a lot to do. A beautiful nature here. We have the desert. Then if you go to Flagstaff, there's the mountains where people can go skiing. There's Sedona with the red rocks. There's the Grand Canyon. There's Lake Havasu City, which you have the lake. I'm, I'm well, just like a, it's, it's funny you say that uh, because I, I actually have just come back from Arizona and um, I was, uh, well, I was kind of, a, I sold a house and um, I was 
where I, I had oh. <laughs> I'm going to tell him. I thought, well, what I might do is I'll go and I'll do a little bit of skiing up in um, Deer Valley. So I'll get away from it all, get some serenity. And then on the way back, I thought, because I, I wasn't closing on my new house until February. So I had like a month of kind of, you know, doing nothing. So I thought, well, if I've got to pay rent somewhere. You know, I don't want to hang out in LA. Um, I'll just go back to nature. So I thought, I'll go for a bit of skiing. Then I'll come back via... And I have been missing home a lot, you know, because, um, you know, lockdown and not being able to travel and stuff. And I haven't been home for ages. I haven't seen my mother other than the virtual mother on the TV, uh, like, well, the computer screen. And um, I just have been missing home. And um, and then I remembered that Lake Havasu had London Bridge. <laughs> and I thought, well, that'll do. <laughs> 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 so I did. I literally uh, drove... Uh, back to LA via Lake Havasu and I stood there for a few days and I have to tell you it did the trick even though it was a very bizarre situation because it's like London Bridge in the middle of the desert um, but it was really and, and a lot of it was different you know uh, it's not like London at all but the thing that changed that really kind of made me connected me uh, back home and gave me that feeling of visiting home even though I wasn't there you know they mm-hmm. talk about people talk about people places and things that jog memories you know for good or yes. bad mm-hmm. and um of course i crossed those bridges the real london bridge well the new london bridge and so many other bridges in london on a daily basis on my way to uh the train station for my commute and um and of course the weather is always mostly wet <laughs> and raining especially at this time wet or snowing or cold definitely and um british people walk fast and walk with their heads down. And it's not because they're being rude, it's because it's cold. <laughs> they want to get somewhere quickly. And so one of the things that you're looking at most is not other pe- into other people's faces and into their eyes, but actually you're looking at the ground. And so the habit or the memory of the the sidewalk, the paving stones, um, are one of the kind of little things that really you remember. And of course in the US, and certainly in LA, the paving stones are big concrete squares they're not like small pieces of slate or whatever and um so i got to london bridge walked up the little stairs to it and then there was those um flag the flagstone sidewalk pavement stones took me right back and i had that emotional connection with back home again and um i thought that's great i mean i don't have to travel eight thousand miles i can just come to lake Havasu instead and have a and walk across the bridge look at the, the flagstones and imagine i'm back in the uk again and so, yes, I've just been to Arizona, but um, I love the um, the environment, it, I mean, the, the scenery. I mean, I haven't seen the best of it yet. I don't think I saw part of it, but it's majestic. I mean, it's, it really is magnificent. And um, I have to go and see those places that you mentioned, um, like Sedona and all the, the Red Rock Canyons and stuff. I mean, you, it, it, what a... What an environment to live in, and you get that. I mean, everyone gets that for free. It doesn't matter if you're poor or you're a billionaire. If you can get yourself into out into nature, you are going to see with the same eyes as a millionaire would, because you're that that is that environment is free. It's mother nature. It's there on a plate for us to enjoy. It doesn't matter who, who you are and where you are in life, how successful you are. You get to see that in the same way that everyone else does. I think I love that. So I shall come I'm back. So- I'm so glad that you 
were able to go to Lake Havasu because I lived there, I think it was, I don't know how many years, I think it was close to 10 years. And I liked everything about Lake Havasu. The only thing that I didn't like is they don't have, like in that city, they don't have like big uh, health food stores. And I hated oh. that because I'm, I'm like so health conscious. I like to go to like Sprouts and Whole Foods yeah. and all these stuff. Yeah. They didn't, you know, there's, there's none of that in Lake Havasu. So I'm actually happier here in Tempe because we have all these wow. health food stores and and, so. and, and that's so important to eat healthily. But if anyone who lives in the Lake Havasu area around about, we've just uncovered a business opportunity for you. So, you know, pack up, get your stuff, get your um, guides. <laughs> <laughs> pack them up, get in that car, get yourself moving out to Lake Havasu because there you go. At least there's one customer there. <laughs> and it only takes one. It one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So, Here so you, um, business opportunities yeah. too. Yes, yes, and uh, yeah, and uh, so we haven't talked in a while, and I wanted to find out what you've been up to. Well, I've been getting up to all sorts of mischiefs, as you can imagine, um, Kirsten. It's been um, it's been ages actually, and, and it's amazing how time flies. And um, uh, well, for some people, time flies, and right now, and for some other, t- other people, time is but dragging on, you know, there's like, there doesn't seem to be any middle ground here, but for me, um, uh, it's been a while, and I guess the, the elephant in the room is, you know, like the corona and the lockdown and all the challenges that everyone's experiencing around the world, and um, I think the, the day that we went into lockdown in LA, uh, which I never, I don't think any of us expected it was going to get as bad as it did, or it is, rather, and um, in, in, a, in some ways it was positive, and in other ways it, it it has totally changed my routine and my structure. But that was the, the, when I came down the stairs on the day that we locked down, I thought, okay, I'm going to put in a, a diff- I have to change my structure because everything has changed. And, um, and actually it was one of the better things that I've, I've done is um, I don't particularly like working from home um, all the time. And I like my, my office becoming my play space, you know, that kind of situation that kind of the uh, boundaries can get, messed up and you know and sometimes it's hard to kind of put the mac you know like put flip the mac down and walk away from it but for me putting in a structure has actually really helped the days go faster if that makes sense because otherwise the alternative is with the which is drag on and um and i really wanted to feel a sense of achievement um, I wanted to have my day go faster, and I knew that if I structured it, it would do that. I wanted to feel more positive about my choices. I wanted to feel a little bit more in control. Um, and I wanted to create time to do the things that I wanted to do, not just procrastinate and waste them. So um, the biggest, I've done lots of things, but the biggest thing I've done is set a, set in, set a structure in order to actually uh, make the time to do the things that I wanted to do. Um, what I haven't done is I haven't learned another language. <laughs> I know a lot of people are thinking, what are we going to do? We're going to be stuck at home looking at each other. If you've got a spouse or something, you're like, you're like, I know people have been online shopping. You buy a new sofa, then you've got the, your, your old partner is sitting on the new sofa. <laughs> you're thinking, maybe I should change that as well. The new sofa looks great, but the old person that's sitting on it is not so, not so wonderful. Okay, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> Um, I haven't uh, learned a new a new musical instrument or or learned um, 
that language or anything like that, but I have been busy, you know, working on myself, you know, being creative um, and uh, focusing on business. So, um, so lots of things haven't changed, but lots of things have changed. I'm not as fit as I once was. That's, that's for sure. I will tell you that since the gyms haven't reopened here yet. But, you know, who cares? You, you put on a few extra pounds. It's not the end of the world, right? <laughs> Uh, so would you be able to let my listeners know about the structure? Can you just give like one example of what you've done to make changes in your life to have more structure? Well, well I um, was always a person. I like, a, I like to sleep. My sleeping is challenging. I've got a deviated septum. It's something I have never got fixed, which I really need to get fixed. So sometimes, my, depending on you know, what's happening with the environment, some t- or sometimes I don't sleep very well. And so because of that, I, allowed, I have always in the past allowed myself a little bit of luxury to, you know, maybe sleep a little bit longer than I would. Because I think sleep is a good thing. Uh, you know, I, I, yes. I don't think it should ever be overrated, um, you know, quality of sleep. And I know that in these times, some people have been sleeping in more, staying up later and sleeping in more. And I think that's fair. That's fine. Um, for me... Um, I actually did the opposite. I actually made, I, I put the structure I put in as I set, I started setting an alarm clock. And that's something that I hadn't done in years, unless there was something really important I had to get up for. But um, I, so I started setting an alarm. So I was getting up at 6.30 um, or 7 o'clock. As long as I got my eight hours, I was going to bed early, setting my alarm. Good for you. Good for you. I'm proud of you. I, because otherwise your day, you can let, ah, uh, your day starts, you know, rolling away, you know, you some people aren't maybe showering. What's the point of working from home? I really, I got up, I made my bed immediately and getting up and then showered, had my cup of coffee or whatever I was at on at the time and then started my day. And um, that was, the, those first things were the most important. Don't look at my phone uh, immediately. Not looking at turning on my computer until I've got me fixed and ready for the world. So that would include my meditation. If I did exercise, I would do that too. Um, but really kind of getting up early to get myself into some sort of mental uh, shape for the day ahead, um, even though I was working from home. So that was, that, that, and awesome. that was a big thing for me. That is awesome. And I'm, I'm really proud of you. And I do the same thing. I, I try to go to bed before 9 o'clock every night. And then I set my alarm and try to get at least seven to eight hours of sleep every night. Because I don't, I don't want to sleep in and then, like, you know, the morning's wasted. Like, I want to be productive, you know, and get things done. Yeah. So, okay, so feel, listener. Didn't you feel in a, in a way that, back, you know, that when we all went locked down to start with, in a way, you know, the child inside of us was like, oh, my gosh, this is great. You know, we can all work from home. You know, we don't have a boss looking over our shoulder. You know, and some people were fur- uh, furloughed for a while. And it was that kind of look. The reality hadn't quite kicked in of what was going on but there was that I feel it was this like child inside that was going this is great you know I can stay up late I can watch a movie I can go through YouTube I can go down a rabbit hole of YouTube videos you know and there's all, all that kind of like um the child was running rampant you know like, I don't have to go to the gym anymore I don't have all these enforced um structures that are, I haven't put in place myself and I think for uh, there was a little bit of I think chaos was used earlier. There was a little bit of that, and I think um, that and that was okay for a short period of time. 
But then I think as things progressed and we thought, oh, this isn't going to be a an overnight fix. This is going to kind of drag on for a while. I think the importance of putting a structure in from, for yourself, and regardless of your inner child, that was really, really important to do. I, and I think um, I, I, because um, my inner child would like, just be off to the races every single day <laughs> if I didn't <laughs> adult myself in some way. I don't know how you feel about that, but that's, that's what I, was going through my head. Yeah, and then I'll, I'll make comments about that because I think there's like pros and cons to all the changes that have taken place, especially here in America. But um, what we need to do is go to a quick break here, and I'm speaking with motivational speaker Gordon Fraser. And today's episode is Addicted to Dopamine. Please stay tuned, and we'll be back very soon. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to kristenharperspeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com and k-r-i-s-t-e-n harperspeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. We're on the pulse of the world with great shows and hosts. The Voice America Health and Wellness Channel is also on Twitter. We've got ideas to keep you healthy, breaking health news, and more. Follow us on Twitter at Voice AM Health. That's at Voice AM Health. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at kristenharperspeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at kristenharperspeaks.com. Now, back to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com on the Health and Wellness Channel. And today I'm speaking with entrepreneur, philanthropist, and motivational speaker, Gordon Frazier. And uh, basically just all these changes that have taken place around the world, especially here in America, I'd say there's pros and cons. Uh, The pros would be I just feel like I've done a lot more uh, inner work. I've really been focusing on meditation and uh, brainwave entrainment and uh, just really like living a healthy lifestyle. And I would say the cons for me is I stand for freedom. And so I feel like our freedom has been somewhat taken away, which is kind of frustrating. And also, like, you know, the traveling, because, you know, and uh, being able to, you know, spend some time with friends, and I have a close friend, 
uh, she's part of the radio network, Voice America, and I haven't even seen her in such a long time because of everything that's going on. But I wanted to get back to habits and structure because Gordon was talking about structure, and I think structure is so important. And I have like a structure in my life where I go to bed early, I wake up at a certain time, there's a certain time I do my meditation, there's a certain time I go for my walks, there's a certain time that I get my sunshine. So I think structure is important. And of course, habits. So, uh, Gordon, any comments on habits and structure for positive mental health? Definitely. Thank you so much. And um, and I agree. And I think one of the the challenges is um, you talked about freedom. A lot of the habits that I have are because um, I have a, my life is, is very fluid in the sense of um, I do a lot of work from my car. Um, I, I could go to the office, I could work from home. I had that kind of flexibility of, you know, like doing things at different places and having a structure of like on Tuesday, I'd be in this location on Friday, I'd be on that location. And there was a habit for, there was a habit formed from the environment and the space that I was in. Like I would go and I'd get my coffee at this place at that time. I'd have my breakfast here. I would have this for my breakfast, you know, all these like kind of little simple things, which don't really matter, but they're part of our, they're, they're just part of our routine and our structure and how we do things. And, um, and they, what matters about them, I feel, is what they trigger within us in terms of our behavior. And when you're, um, for example, un- unable to do that routine that you're usually doing, and that could be an exercise. So I know a lot of people, it, was, it might be all of a sudden the gyms are over. And you're, you can't go to a gym and um, you go to the gym. See, I would go to the gym at four o'clock. So I would get up earlier and work till four. And then four, I'd knock off for the day and that's me done. I'd go to the gym and um, I'd work out and it'd be great. I'd see faces. You know, that'd be my little, it's a little community in there. So I'd, I'd also, if I'd worked all day, I'd have the benefit of seeing, you know, people like, you know, like faces, smiling faces. So there's that social connection element. Now that is gone. And, and I've been like working all day. So I'm not going to the gym and I'm not, you know, like pushing weights. And you go online and it's like, you can't get a dumbbell for, for love nor money. You know what I mean? It's like, tr- try finding a TRX. You'd have to like give your firstborn to try and get hold of a, you know, some sort of um, at home gym equipment and so it's like well, you're what do I what how do I can I keep my because from for me that the um working out is connected to my mental health it's not only is it part of that social element but it's also giving me the dopamine and giving me the endorphins that I, that I need to help myself help me feel good about myself um not just from the chemical reaction from the working out but also how I physically feel about myself and how and, and how I look and, and feeling healthy and feeling good and feeling positive, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then the, all of a sudden that's gone. And it's a, the that routine is gone. And it, for me, it's like, well, what, for a start, when it started, I wasn't really aware of it. And I think, oh, maybe it's, you know, missing out a week. It's not going to be too bad. And then realizing that this is not going to change. But my habits and my structure have changed and my behaviors have changed as a consequence. And so for me, the important thing was like, okay, well, how am I going to maintain my exercise? And sometimes you don't even want to go out. It's like, if it's too hot, you know, it's unbearable, but it's making yourself, finding a structure to put your new exercise routine in there to create a new routine in order for you to get a similar result of well-being 
from a different type of activity that is um, ultimately going to make you feel good, but it might be slightly different, and it's that ability to actually compromise. So for me, I physically haven't pulled any any weights in about a year now, coming up for a year, but I have been, fortunately, I've been thinking, what, what skills do I have? Well, I do like to walk. I would make sure I got out of that house and um, I'd have a good walk, and um, I would either do that, put that into my morning routine or into my afternoon routine and, uh, and change it up. And um, for that, 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 sense, that would give me a sense of achievement, a sense of being in control of my health, even though that so many of my freedoms were removed from me. One of the freedoms that I still had was I was allowed to go outside and exercise. I was entitled to that, um, to do that on a daily basis. And I did that, and it made me feel better for doing it because, one, I felt like I was in control, and, two, I had the benefit of just like seeing the world around me, not just the four walls of my, my um, home office. And, um, and also that wonderful thing is, even though most people are masked up, is every time I would come close to someone, I was able to kind of let, look at them in the eye and have a human connection, like a, almost like a, an energetic physical connection, not a virtual one. And um, I didn't care who it was I was passing. I was to make sure I nodded and, you know, I was smiling with my eyes and giving a little wave or whatever. And for that, 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 that importance of having that form of routine um, really made a big difference to myself um, um, as I started out and, and creating those habits. Um, but also I felt that during this last 12 months, creating new habits and attempting to reduce negative habits is also something that I've been focusing on. And, um, but I, I, as you say, um, Kristen, at the very start, um, investing into yourself with meditation, for instance, I, that's something that I have been doubling down on. Um, that's wonderful. Like many people, I found it, you know, challenging. Like, um, like everyone, has been, it's been really challenging. And um, it's really about what can I do to change my, my, my feeling, my uh, sense of well-being. And that is, I feel, I've, oh, that's my go-to. I don't know how you feel, Kristen, but um, 20 minutes of meditation and if you don't meditate I mean you could call it prayer however you want to describe that 20 minutes of being just connected to a source um, or the universe um, for me is a very very relaxing calming and um, energizing experience and I, I agree with you with the 20 minutes I think that's actually a good time for people 20 minutes or longer and we've talked about meditation on my show, and there's many benefits. So I, I recommend it for everyone. <laughs> and so, uh, Gordon, I have so many questions for you today, so I want to move on here if that's okay. Yes, uh, you know I can talk the hind legs off of a donkey, so, you know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like um, to talk. It's because I haven't seen anybody for so long. <laughs> <laughs> a human being, let me talk to them. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> And I, I, I encourage my listeners to go to his uh, website, which is gordonfraser.blog, and he has some good articles there. And one article he wrote about uh, dopamine, addicted to dopamine, and you talked about how people are, like, addicted to their cell phones and, and social media. Do you be able to talk about that? Of course. Yeah, that, that, well, that story came about, I mean, I've thought about it for a while. Um, but I was at, um, I think I was actually at a restaurant a, a, down on La Cienega Boulevard in L.A. And um, I was, 
I was out for dinner and, um, and it was a date night. There was a couple out for date night and I was on my own. <laughs> Just me and, and a lot, <laughs> a lot of hope and optimism. But I was on my own. And you know, it's like, you're kind of like doing a little bit of, you know, you're kind of looking at your phone and I didn't really have much. It wasn't, I was eating my dinner. So I wasn't like kind of like, didn't have my phone on really. So I was eating my dinner and kind of like people watching. And, um, and I uh, noticed um, this, this couple and um and they they barely spoke to one another and they were just on their phones like the entire time and um and i just thought how curious you you know what i mean it's like we've got a perfectly nice attractive human being opposite you who um you know it looks quite you know interesting and you could have a conversation with them but you're choosing to be like just having given your entire focus and to this phone or whatever's going on in the phone. And it didn't look like there was much going on in the, the, the phone, you know, to be completely honest with you. And, um, and I thought, what, isn't that interesting? And uh, how we are almost addicted to the, the phone and the, the Facebooks and the Twitters and the, all the social and all other social media platforms um, where we're, has someone like my post, and someone takes a picture of their, their soup they posted it. This is my dinner, and it's like, someone like you're looking for that. You know, has someone? Would does someone like my soup? Has someone? Eat, you know, I've taken a picture of my breakfast. Do people like my breakfast? Looking for that um, validation, and often it's you, it's you see the people who like your stuff, and of course it's always nice. You want people. You want people to like. I mean, what's the alternative to people not liking it? I think that's the kind of the danger is that we want people to like us. We don't like go out there and the world say, "Oh, please hate me." You know, and I'm glad there are like buttons. There's not let not like buttons. You know, there's like, it's, it's nice things people hopefully would would be, would be clicking on. I think that's the danger. Obviously, too, is like you're addicted to the the likes. And the thing is, I've noticed, and I've noticed certainly in my, with myself is, I know a lot of the people on my social media, but the majority that I don't. And so, if I post something that I mean, I think my you know, my social media is lit. Um, I think it's, it's, it's not the most exciting in the world. You know, I, I, sometimes I kind of like, what can I post today sort of thing. I'm like, how it, I mean, life is, has not been the most interesting in the last nine months. And you might have noticed people been pe- posting pictures of sunsets and flowers because they're like, well, I'm certainly not going to do that. That's for sure. <laughs> so, so, so it's like um, you're, you're kind of like posting stuff. And but like, like, like me, like me, like me, like me. But it's often complete strangers who are giving you that validation. I think within that is the challenge is we don't need to be looking for validation from people that we don't know. That's my own, that's my own opinion. Um, I feel that you as a, your, your own person and you are good enough as you are. And, True. Um, you're, I, and that you, you don't need a complete stranger to validate and uh, make you feel important. Whilst it's nice to feel important, it's nice for people to like you. Um, to to be um, so distracted to that point, I think can become a challenge and um, something to be aware of that um, it's not becoming like um, a negative um, aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. It's all it's all about um, uh, self love because I feel like a lot of people have like this limiting belief of I'm not good enough, which I think might be even developing in childhood. I'm not good enough, so it's all about self-love and and also balance because I feel like uh, spending hours on social media is not healthy 
you know, like hours and hours at a time. Um, Gordon, uh, I don't know if you've I, I talked to someone in the past, and uh, uh, do you think that um, people that are addicted to music, could that be a sign of uh, being addicted to dopamine as well? Like, like, I don't know if you've ever talked to anyone or have observed that, but there are people that are addicted to music as well, including guess, loud music. Um, um, I haven't been aware of that. I mean, I, I'm aware of music and, um, you know, living in Los Angeles, everyone lives in the car and you're stuck in traffic. You, you're exposed to people's music and all different types of it. Um, I haven't been, I have, that hasn't something that, that's not something that's, that's, I've been aware of, but I feel that music has a power. Um, I think that's, that's certainly the case. Um, and I think, um, oh gosh, I wish I could remember the name of the, the uh, doctor, maybe you can edge off my memory or do a quick Google. There was a, the, um, oh, it was like the, the science of water. It was a Japanese um, doctor who wrote a book about how water reacted to different sounds. Um, and, wow. Um, I thought, I'm trying to remember, maybe it'll come back to me on the break, but they, basically he, he had all the, he did all these tests. He measured the water, like glasses of water, and some of the water, he might like poetry to it. He might say, "I love you, I love you," positive affirmations. He'd play classical music to the water, and then the, on other glasses of water, he would play rock music. He would like curse at the at the at the water, and then under the microscope, he would measure. He would um, see what the the water crystals did. The, yeah, the makeup of them and it was really kind of interesting that what happened is when he was the music or the affirmations were melodic and the words were positive or love affirming the water was like this beautiful snowflake like very perfect and um but then when he measured it against the negativity or the rock music the, the jagged um noisy music it was like broken, shattered, um, ugly snowflakes. Um, so whilst I, I'm not aware of what you're saying, I think there will probably, I would suggest there might, that where you're moving with your, your um, question, I would tend to, I'd be open to agreeing with you that yes, there probably is a connection, um, I would say. But depending on what it is that you're listening to as well, because if you're listening to words, to music that, that is like cuss words left, right, and center, I'm not sure what that's doing to your state of mind in terms of positivity. Do you know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. Well, that's really fascinating. So thank you for Isn't sharing it? that. And uh, I hate... Oh, 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 I'm so sorry. We, we need to go to another quick break, and then when we come back, I have a bunch more questions for you, if that's Okay. <laughs> This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com on the Health and Wellness Channel. And I have been speaking with Gordon Frazier. He's an entrepreneur, motivational speaker, and philanthropist. Please stay tuned, and we'll be back very soon. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. 
Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to kristenharperspeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com and k-r-i-s-t-e-n harperspeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has a mobile app for iOS, Android, or Amazon Kindle. Visit the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Now back to tips to keep you healthy happy and motivated this is Kristen Harper radio show host my show is tips to keep you healthy happy and motivated on voiceamerica.com on the health and wellness channel today's episode is addicted to dopamine with motivational speaker entrepreneur and philanthropist Gordon Frazier Uh, we are talking about music and um I, I need to do more research. Um, I'm sure that there's some healing benefits, but at the same time, I'm realizing that there can't it can't music can be a distraction as well, and it you know can be difficult for people to focus and be productive. And uh, so, I have about ten minutes, I believe, or maybe less than that with Gordon, and then I have to move on and give um, some updates. But so I'm going to move through these questions um, pretty quick here, Gordon, but. Uh, I want to ask you, do you feel that a spiritual awakening is coming this year, like in the, in the I, near future? I, 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 well, I feel it has to come. <laughs> there, there, there has to be something. But I think there, there is a movement towards spiritual awakening, and um, you can see that in, in people's consciousness and, and behaviors and, um, and interests around the world and um, from people who are more than ever before um, committed to um, helping to preserve the planet. Um, people are more aware uh, of self-development, personal development, meditation, for example. So I would say there, there, is a, a, there is a shift happening. How quickly it's happening, I don't know, but I, I feel that we're moving in that, that direction for sure. 
Yes, I, I believe that a spiritual awakening is coming and that humanity's moving to like this higher vibration and um, people are letting go of their egos more and aligning with their souls. And so, Gordon, you're like very successful. And so I want to give you an example. Uh, there's There's been this conflict with uh, Israel and the uh, Palestinians, uh, Palestine. And I interviewed someone from Gaza, from the Gaza Strip. And in the Gaza Strip, the people are suffering immensely. I'm telling you, like, limited food, limited water, limited electricity. It's just awful. And so, but what I'm noticing is that these people, they have dreams like everyone else. Like, they want to achieve, they want to achieve their dreams. What would you recommend for someone like in Palestine that has absolutely nothing and they have a dream? What would you say to that person? Like, how how to achieve their dreams? Well, I, I have to say that um, anyone who's in the an environment where they're, they're suffering, your heart does go out to them. And um, I know a lot of um, what you're talking about has been on the news uh, lately. Um, and I think it's, it, it's heartbreaking. And um, it, makes us, it makes me feel so grateful for what I have and the freedoms that we enjoy uh, living in the United States, and yes. um, and we should never take for granted, uh, you know, where we live and how important it is to to maintain the freedoms that we have. Yes. Um, if uh, I mean, in terms of, I think I feel that education and influence, power, uh, power, leadership is ultimately uh, um, influence, is having influence, and you can be a leader. Um, and many people think, well, leadership, they think, well, that's going to be maybe the president or uh, someone in, uh, uh, in a big business. And they are examples of, of leaders, but also there's leadership in communities, um, whether that's a, a school teacher, um, firemen, whomever it might be, they are, they're forms of leadership. So in terms of having your dreams alive, it depends what the dream is. And taking that, that visualizing on that dream, having a goal attached to the dream, putting something pragmatic to achieve it. So it obviously would depend what it was. So um, what might, can you give me an example of something that, that this kind of person hypothetically might want to achieve? Yes, yes. Um, I'll give you an example is there's this one Gaza activist and his family is suffering. They have limited food and electricity and water. And um, I, and Gordon, I feel with the spiritual awakening that's coming, I actually feel in my heart, I could be wrong, but I feel strongly about this, that Palestine is going to be free w- with the spiritual awakening that's coming. So I think this conflict will be over in the future. I actually feel it could even end this year or even next year. But he wants to be a dentist. But the, the Palestinian, right. but some of the Palestinians feel like everything's been put on hold because they're in this conflict. They're under a siege too, where they can't just leave. Israel yeah. has them under under the siege, so they feel like their life is on hold and they can't achieve what they want to achieve. But there's one Palestinian that I've been in touch with on Facebook. I've been following a lot of the, quite a few of the Gaza activists on Facebook. But there's one that wants to be a dentist, and he has to put everything mm. on hold because of this conflict. But he wants to be a dentist. Okay, I, I can't speak to the, the, the conflict because I'm not educated right. enough to, um, to know right. it, but I can speak to um, the mindset of what to do when there's so much out of control. And um, 
And so with any conflict, whether it's in that specific type, what he, what that person can do, I'll just use the word he, to me to him, um, is that he can't affect a change with that, with politics personally, unless he was to get involved uh, in further activism. But in terms of getting closer to his goal of being a dentist and everything is on hold, it's like what, what element of control can he have towards that goal? And that is the mindset. And you've got the added, um, challenge of, I think you said food shortages, water shortages, I would imagine electric shortages. Yes. And yes. It, it brings me to a book which I would recommend. And this is available, I, would, I, I imagine it's been translated into every language possible, and that's um, Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. Have you, have you come across that book yet? No. Um, Okay, well, this is, um, it was written by Viktor Frankl, and um, he was one of the great um, therapists of the 20th century, um, up there with Freud. And um, he also spent the most of World War II in a concentration camp, or concentration camps. And so he was a person, a man, who experienced everything being stripped away from him. Every semblance of freedom, every physical, sorry, every material um, possession removed. Um, you know, soul-destroying environment where, you know, death was surrounded, you know, these prisoners on a daily basis and all the time. And he spoke about how he managed to survive that environment and then come out of it and write a book and become one of the most successful analysts um, in the world and leave behind a legacy for others to really find um, the, the uh, I guess, the solution to their existential angst. And I'm pointing out that particular author in that book because if you're in a situation, and I can't even imagine what um, your friend is experiencing, but... If it's anything similar to Viktor Frankl, then there'll be camaraderie and the and hope um, in uh, optimism in the writings of this author to find purpose and then act upon it to get you closer to the goal of becoming the dentist. And the only thing really that you have control over when it seems that there's everything is out of control and through no um, fault of your own, is your mind. And it's keeping yourself um, and your mind, your soul together yes. until, until you can proceed to get closer to your goal. And, I, I, and that's... So true. That's, that's how I'd say is like, you can... So it's the meditation, it's the prayer, it's communicating with the, the, the God of your understanding um, to keep your mind strong. Because, you know, whatever's happening in Palestine, there will be a solution. There will be peace at some point, or even if it's just momentarily, which will give a degree of respite. You know, the, the challenges with water, with food, with electricity, etc. fighting yes. that, it's not going to be forever. It can't be forever. I don't ch choose to believe it can be forever. Wow. And, I, and, and, go, and, and 
and, and Gordon, we're at the end of my show. I just have a few minutes um, left, and I have to let you go. But um, I loved your advice. That was so beautiful. You were so right on with everything that you had to say. So, And it was such an honor to have you on, and you're always welcome back on. And hopefully we can get you back on because I, we, didn't, we weren't able to cover everything today. I had more questions, but... Oh. But Thank you. Listen, I, I, I don't have all the answers. You know, sometimes I get up in the morning and I put two, foot, two feet in my one leg of my jock. So I, I was like, I, I don't have, all, I don't, sometimes I don't have it, all, all my things together. But um, I do believe um, that everyone deserves the opportunity of achieving their goals and everyone has a value. And regardless of where you are in the world and what you're experiencing, I believe there is a hope and there is an optimism and there's always a better. And um, the only constant we have in the life in life is change, and nothing is nothing stays the same. There's always change, and things will change. And um, and there's an opportunity for better. And so my recommendation is in that scenario is Victor Frankl's man search for meaning, find and understand purpose. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, Gordon, and I, I encourage my listeners to follow Gordon on Instagram and also go to his website. And you're always welcome back on my show, and I wish you the best. Oh, thank you. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much. Take care. And uh, listeners, before I end the show here, I uh, want to let you know that I was just recently involved with an online event. It's called Get Your Mojo Back, Reclaim Your Health, Elevate Your Energy, and Live a Life You Love. It started February 18th. It's still going on presently. It's uh, for a, it's a nine-day event. I gave a speech today, which is the sixth day. And you can watch my speaking engagement. I talked about how to overcome narcissistic abuse, trauma, PTSD. You can go to getyourmojoback.me. That's getyourmojoback.me. And then also I have a fundraiser, uh, gofundme.com. You can just type in the search bar. Palestinians are suffering at the Gaza Strip and find my page, which is Tempe, Arizona. And I'm just helping out the Palestinians that have a lack of food, water, electricity. They're suffering immensely. And you can listen to my radio show episode, which was on February 9th, 2021, Gaza Open Air Prison and Government Destroys Health. I interviewed a Gazan talking about the suffering that's going on at the Gaza Strip. So you can listen to that on the right-hand side. There's all my past uh, radio show episodes. And I have two websites, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com. I offer hair analysis, quantum biofeedback, nest health, and brainwave entrainment. And then my speaking website, I'm a health and wellness speaker at kristenharperspeaks.com. And if you'd like to sponsor this show, we'd really appreciate it. You will reach a lot of, we reach a lot of people on the network. And my email is Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. And if you could please give this show a five stars on iTunes. And wishing all of you a healthy and happy week. Thank you for being a part of the show this week. Tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper can be heard live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Kristen can't wait to speak again next week.